everyone, you're listening to the Faith and Family Podcast, a Christian family community that aims to promote Christian values for every phase of your family life. I'm Mariel Gutierrez. This week, we have two moms, each with a son born with special needs. Hi, my name is Maribel Aquino from Pomona, California. I have a three-year-old son named Brennan. My name is Aislinn Parkosaka-Button from Burlingame, California. My son is Jackson, and he's one-year-old. Aislinn's son, Jackson, was diagnosed with Down syndrome during pregnancy, and Maribel's son, Brennan, was diagnosed at birth. Down syndrome is characterized by intellectual and developmental delay due to a chromosomal disorder. Despite these challenges, a growing number of people with DS live independently and are able to find employment. Three words to describe Brennan. Um, number one, he is brave, he is sociable, and diligent. He is brave. Um, actually, looking back, my husband and I were thinking there must be a reason why we named him Brennan because the meaning of his name is brave. Brennan is sociable. Um, he gives a hug to everyone he meets. He lights up the room with his sweetest smile. And Brennan is diligent. Until now, he's been receiving therapy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and then now speech therapy. And he works so hard and he doesn't complain. Three words to describe Jackson. Jackson is strong and loving and mellow. Maribel, what? What's a fear that you had when you first found out about Brennan's diagnosis? And looking back, what what would you tell your old self about that fear? More than anything else, I feared for his health and I feared for his life. You know, those unanticipated health issues. When we learned about the his congenital heart defect, we were so scared. And looking back, what will I tell myself? I will tell myself that everything will be okay. Learn to let go and let God take control of everything and everything will be okay. I remember when during Nikki Day's hospital stays, I kept telling myself nothing God gives that we cannot handle. I kept on repeating those words on my mind. And it helped me get through all those difficult situations. I had fears of, I had a lot of fears with when I found out about Jackson's diagnosis. Like I had fears that people wouldn't include him or love him just because he had a disability. Like I was so scared that people would leave him out. And I also had fears of having the ability to care for a child with a special with special needs because I I have no idea how to care for someone with special needs. I've never been in that situation. I also had fears of having enough time and resources because before being a mom, I felt like I had no time or I didn't have enough time for myself. So when I found out about his diagnosis, I kept thinking like, 
How am I going to take him to his appointments? How am I going to take care of him? And do we have enough financial resources to to bring him to all these specialists and doctors? And I, I was just so scared. And I also had fears about the future, like who would take care of him if something happened to myself or my husband? Like, will he be able to take care of himself? I I just didn't know. Looking back, I would tell my old self not to worry. Don't worry about anything. You may feel nervous and scared, but we have a God that can help us through anything. He's the greatest provider. Maribel, I feel like there's definitely more rewards than parenting challenges, right? What do you think the most rewarding thing is about being a mom of a child with special needs? Um, Raising kids is not an easy task. It takes a village more so if they have special needs. For me, the most rewarding aspect of being a parent to a kid with special needs is that we get to see, experience, and feel God's miracles firsthand in our lives. Through Brennan, we see God's love and power. There's just so many, like, I have a long list of answered prayers. Um, we felt so much closer to God. And this beautiful journey, although it may be challenging, um, and for others, they may see it as inconvenient. It could be um, not conventional kind of parenting, but the rewards is so much greater. And um, it outweighs all those challenges. I love that you said that, Maribel, because like Brennan is three years old now and Jackson is still one. So I'm still really new to being a mom. How do you find the strength to keep going? If I may share this one experience, the very first surgery, one Monday morning, I received a call from the naked doctor, nine o'clock. The doctor told me that they're going to do the surgery. It's called exploratory laparotomy. It's a procedure to open up the abdomen to fix or to find out what's causing the problem. Brennan was a few weeks old. We didn't know what what the problem was. He kept on vomiting that Monday morning when when they called us they're going to do that surgery on that same day. I was bawling and I thought I'd lose my mind. It was so overwhelmed. I didn't know what to do. My husband was already at work. I was by myself. I ran to our living room and then I knelt down and prayed. The, the doctor was even um, worried about me because, you know, when she was telling me about the procedure and explaining, I can, my, my sense of your hearing stopped because, you know, like, she was like, blah, 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 blah. But all I heard was, there's a surgery, you know, they have to do the surgery. During the preparation, um, I remember the nurse asked for the waiver 
for me to sign, right? Because I couldn't sign it. I couldn't take any longer. I ran to the restroom and then I grabbed a clean toilet seat cover. I laid it flat on the floor. And then that's where I knelt. I said, I just surrendered everything to God. It's his will, whatever happens, you know, just giving me the, the, the strength that I need. But there's hope. I mean, I'm praying that he'll make it. And then after that, I went back to his room and then signed the waiver form. And then yeah, they, they did the surgery after two or three hours and then he's back. That first surgery and then here comes another one. And then the third one, <laughs> he was under the knife for nine times. You thought it would get easier? No. Another major surgery was the heart, but thanks be to God. I mean, because of his mercy and compassion, Look at Brennan now. He has come so far and we're so grateful to our almighty God. So what's the most rewarding aspect of being a mom to a child with special needs? I feel like the most rewarding part is seeing him grow and seeing his, or seeing him like smash all his goals, even though it may take him a little longer than typical children. Seeing him accomplish one goal and how happy he is, it it just makes me so happy. And and seeing him grow within a community um, that loves him. So I'm so happy that he gets to grow up inside the Church of Christ because the community inside the church is so strong and supportive. I wouldn't know what I do without all the brothers and sisters in the Church of Christ. They they love him so much and I love seeing how much happiness he brings them and and to know that he's not a burden. So that's that was also one of my fears that he would be a burden to myself or he would be a burden to me and Jones, my husband, or my family, or be a burden to other people. But it was the total opposite. He He's not a burden. He's a ball of love. <laughs> I just, I'm just, um, he's the total opposite of a burden. He's such a blessing to us and such a blessing to our family. And he's truly a gift from God. That's a great source of happiness to us. So Maribel, how do you overcome special needs parent burnout? Okay, this may sound cliche, but I strongly believe that you cannot pour from an empty cup. So we have to take care of ourselves so we can take care of others, right? So how can we take care of others if we're sick? So we have to be um, physically, mentally, and emotionally fit with proper nutrition. And also I try to squeeze in exercises. We, you know, we cannot underestimate the, the value of me time because 
our needs matter too. Our mm-hmm. our needs are important too. So yeah. Um, also, communication with the spouse or family member, and it also an important thing is find a support group. Um, this will look try to look for resources that are offered within the community, and most of all, pray, pray that because we have God as our best friend is always ready to listen 24/7. Okay, how about you sister Aislinn? How what do you do to overcome the parent burnout being a special needs parent? Like like you, I I absolutely believe that me time is is so important to overcome special needs parent burnout because I mean, almost every day we go through therapies and driving there and making sure he, making sure Jackson eats and gets changed and cleaned before therapy and after therapy. And um, I, me and my husband, we make sure that we set aside some time to go for a walk just to go outside and and get some vitamin D and feel the sun on our faces because because we've been indoors taking care of Jackson all day and um I love that my husband also allows me to get a massage I mean simple things like that or just get boba (laughs) after a therapy like um that really helps us out so we don't get burnt out setting aside time to meditate at the house of worship and making sure we have that that moment of peace and silence meditating and resetting our our mind and our bodies and really get rid of all that built up stress that we may have throughout the week and, and start and be renewed. Another thing we do to overcome parent burnout, overcome special needs parent burnout is asking for help when we need it because really taking care of a child with special needs it's like another a whole nother job it's like a a full-time job um so whenever someone offers us help and we need it we make sure to take it because we might overstress ourselves or um be mentally drained because of all the appointments that we have to go to oh oh and um we make sure to treat ourselves with anything that we like like even just um doing some doing a hobby that we like to do so for me one of my hobbies is reading so even just a few moments to to curl up in a in a corner and and read a book or learn a new language, something fun, spending time um, 
to go out for a, a dinner every once in a while, that that really helps us. My prayer for Jackson is for him to grow up strong, to for him to know that he's loved, for him to understand his purpose and for him to know that he has a purpose and he's not worthless. I want him, I pray for for him to, to grow up knowing God's words, to grow up knowing that he's a loved servant of God and a loved child of God. I pray that that he will always be protected from any harm and danger and to grow up with good health and and the ability to to serve with all his heart. That's my prayer. My prayer for Brennan is that God will give him the strength to overcome all these challenges because um, there's just so many unanticipated health issues with Brennan. Um, you know, like just a simple cough and cold for a typical child to recover for a week. But with Brennan, it may take few weeks to months and sometimes it could even mean hospitalization. We fear that, you know, like, because hospital life is difficult. Every day we do not take for granted every single day that we are home. We are thankful we are home because that means he's healthy. We are home, that means we are not at the hospital. And on our prayer, we are thankful to God because we have him. He's alive. He's been through a lot, but he is with us. God continues to entrust Brennan to us. And that is a very big blessing to our family. This journey, um, it's, it's, it's challenging, but it is very beautiful. It's one, it's one thing that I would not trade anything in this world. Thanks to Maribel and Aislinn for sharing tiny snippets of what life with a special needs child is like. You might be surprised to find out that it sounds similar to your own parenting journey, even though you may not even have a child with special needs. Parenting a child with a developmental or intellectual disability used to be very stigmatized, but thankfully people with disabilities are more advocated for in society today. I'm Mariel Gutierrez. Thanks for listening to the Faith and Family Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow at INC Media News on Instagram for the latest on incmedia.org.